What's going on, everybody? Scuba Steve here, and I'm just wondering, are y'all subscribed to the Patreon? If not, what are you waiting for? We upload about three to four episodes a week on our Patreon, and we got a whole bunch of content that you guys are missing out on, man. So make sure you guys go to the link tree on our bios, on our Twitter, and on our Instagram, and you can find all of our stuff that will lead you to our Patreon and to our merch store. Go get you some socks, t-shirts, something. Yeah, man. Gotta go get some gear. But uh, let's get the show started. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You are now listening to Inside the Mind of the Moon. another episode of inside the mind of a blurred i am keisha also known as sailor kiki or sailor keisha wherever floats your boat it's fine with me but you can get mad and i don't care i will meet you anywhere because in the name of the moon i will punish you mm-hmm Okay. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite MI6 agent double O status, aka Danny Phantom, because when the cops come through, I'm going ghost. And you know this, aka the Dominican Panther, Bachata. And of course, try Jesus, not me, unless you're looking to find out what that mystery mask tool will do. Woo-hoo. And if you see me at the cons or you see me on the street, approach me very carefully. Because you don't want me to go into my backpack, backpack. That's just a bad day for all of us. <laughs> and, of course, talking a little too loud right now. So I got to take it down to Jazz FM levels. Because down in the Angola Zaya border, they like to call me Nyoka Yan Pembe. What does that mean? The white mamba. <laughs> Mamba's a rattle. <laughs> Get him, Steve. <laughs> um, it is I, Scuba Steve, aka Scholar's Dad, or whatever, and I am just here to do this interview because I'm uh, a side co host today, not a main host, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't even know how to do aka's because I never am in this position. Rema Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do right here. I don't know what to do with my hands. I feel like Ricky Bobby. He's usually going first. <laughs> I'm, of the ceremony. I'm, I'm not used to this right now. This is very on the spot. Um, Cam, go ahead. All right. Um, you guys know who it is. It's Cam Kicks, also known as the pod mother, also known as the person they let down the most. And uh, today, you know, thanks to Keisha, she was able to get Tabitha. Am I saying it right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, Tabitha McNeil. So she is a voice actor. And, you know, you know, we believe in reaching out to within the black community to spotlight different uh, creators, whether that be 
pro or whether it be your everyday somebody. You know, we believe in focusing on that. So hopefully, you know, Tabitha can go ahead and drop a couple of gems on us. And thank you to Keisha, who is going to be producing us. She's producing us today to, uh, for reaching out, <laughs> right? The gunfire. Oh. For reaching out to her and thank you for Tabitha to agreeing to this and you know hopefully you guys can take something away from this you can have some good tips and even if you aren't just taking any tips and getting into the same field as her you know maybe you can also become a fan of hers support her work we support our uh, sis and brother around here we do except, uh, except a few people Except like R. Kelly, he don't get no he don't get no play around here. And if you're Kanye, no play. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, now that I've introduced myself, Tabitha, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a bit about well, yourself. I will actually oh, yeah, have a a way to introduce her because oh okay hey. yeah we love so Miss Tabitha McNeil is one of the classmates that I admire. We met during our attendance to Identity School of Acting. And if you don't know about the school, that, that um, <clears throat> then you, you will be familiar with people like John Boyega, Letitia Wright, uh, Damson Idris. And these are the people that attended our school. We had to audition to get in. And we're... Tabitha was one of the most talented people in our class that I admired so much. She was always the go-to person that if you miss the day, she will always have notes to help you. She is a talented voice actress, not only just, you know, a screen actress. She's also a teacher as well. She teaches acting and she's, you know, She's doing a thing. She's going to LA soon to help out other voice actors. And I, <clears throat> she's the first black guest we have on the show that's professional. So, and I just, I invited you because, you know, you deserve your flowers. I see you. On Twitter, Instagram, booking it, and her dreams of booking it with Viola Davis, call her, <laughs> and so announcing Tabitha McNeil. <laughs> that is literally so sweet. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for having me on this super cute interview. But Keisha also told me that I had to do a cool intro. So this is mine. My name is Tabitha McNeil and you're watching an EGOT winner. Duh. Do, 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 do. That okay. is so corny. <laughs> okay. Uh, EGOT winner. Okay. There you go. We sing, we act, we do all the things and we win all the awards someday. So... And your girl, you know, I'm still young enough to do Disney. Okay, so little rascal dazzle. <laughs> but yeah, you know, put it in the atmosphere, though. right? Put it out there, <laughs> especially on her birthday. She goes out for herself, and I, I love really it. Do. Oh, is it today? Is today your birthday? Today your birthday? It's not. No, it's, not. it's January oh. 12th. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, so she's oh. a Capricorn. A Capri. Capricorn. Capricorn. Hey. Oh, you I are. I don't know what it is. It's set up. Am I getting jumped right now? <laughs> so yeah. Fight back. Fight back. <laughs> Let him get up. Let him get up. So Tabitha, I want to start off with a line game. Okay. Where I. Like I want you to be Gary, okay? Okay, okay. we gonna say I want you to. I would definitely text him like I lost, <laughs> so we got it. <laughs> <laughs> so three lines, cool. Three character. I accept character or okay. show or movie, whatever. Okay, we'll see. Are you ready? Not at all, but let's go. Okay. <laughs> oh, Valentino! Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Great week. party. I'm Week. That is from my new short film, Party, where I play Keely, the super awkward, cute little punk <laughs> that has a crush on Tover. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay. He has almost sucked. First of all, that's Lady Macbeth. Don't play with her. Okay. <laughs> you don't play with Lady Macbeth. She wants her crown and her husband. Like this lady is crazy. She said she will literally like breastfeed a baby and just smash a baby. That exactly. baby. That and Ricky, if you're watching, we did well, right? We did real we good. Shakespeare is within our blood now. <laughs> Okay, two out of three, one last one. I'm scared. You bleeped up. Well, that's a lot of things. (laughs) 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 You know what? I'm just like Gary at this point. Ain't no way I'm getting this one. That's a lot of, I mean, a lot of people say that in a lot of things. Don't let her get your back against the wall. Come on. Come on. I did. Is that a line I need? (laughs) I'm going to give her a chance. Can we get the line again? Okay. Can we get the line again? Can we get the line again? Can we get it again? She's trying to help her fellow Capricorn here. Thank you. Okay. Listen. You fucked up. And you had a gun. Hey, I had a gun. Look at the hand. <laughs> Damn, he got a gun. That escalated quickly. Damn. <laughs> like very fucking fast. You know what? Safe. I'm gonna give this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this to you. I don't know what you're talking about, sis. At all. You don't. I should uh, And when you tell me, know. I'm gonna be mad. So you are. It was when you did the twenty dollar parody of Loki. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> I watch your stuff, man. Oh, you said that. Oh, man. The party of- now, that's because you didn't say the Loki part. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't okay. say it. But we're going to start with the beginnings of your career, Tabitha. Um, who inspired you to get into voice acting or acting on in general? Oh, so for voice acting, um, I've always like worked with children. So I've always had like expressive voices, but I didn't know what to do with it. It was just like read books, kids, 
They love my voice. They take a nap and my day is over. But it wasn't until maybe about a year or two ago, my best friend, Eddie, was like, you doing all these noises and you're not making no money from it. You should get into voiceover and like shaded the mess out of me. And your girl was hurt. Like I was like, ah, OK, so one people I that love started, you like me hurt you. That's all. <laughs> yes. So after that, I got into voiceover, but I was really, really inspired by people like Cree Summer because I was like, oh, she played all these characters, right. an amazing black women. And like she's been playing characters since like probably the womb. And like she's done everything. So listening to her and I mean I grew up on like Rugrats anyway. So listening to her, seeing as much voices that she can do, I was like, okay, if she can do it and do all these voices and still have like this raspiness to her voice, of course I can do the same thing and maybe it'll be great for me. I wasn't super afraid about getting into voiceover. It was just, let me practice. Let me get my microphone together. Let me get my home studio and let's figure this out. And since then it's been working pretty good. So, you know, maybe one day I'll get to work for Green Summer, but that's how I got into voice acting and then for acting obviously people like Viola Davis, Angela Bassett, obviously Chadwick Boseman, those people really inspired me. Denzel really inspired me to get into acting because I loved the way that they just carried themselves in the industry. It's like you rarely see them in drama. You don't see them in the public view all the time and they just do their work and they go home and that was like the perfect life for me. I still get to do my acting over here and I still get to have an amazing family life and be like, hey, when I'm offset, girl's going home to her video games, her dog and her mom. But like, that's going to be my life and I enjoy that. So just seeing how they went from theater to TV to film and all the things that they get to do and how so many people are inspired by them, that's how I want my own legacy to be where people can see me on TV and be like, She's cool. If she can do it, I can do it. And I can walk a certain path in a way where I don't got to be in drama. I ain't got to go to every party. That's like, like if you, if it's, first of all, if there's no food there. I'm not going to be there. Um, but, <laughs> no, right. Praise Lord. Listen, no food. No. I'm not going, I'm not coming. I'm not going. Exactly. I'm not going. And again, I'm Cancel a January out. girl. So like, if at a certain point, if you don't call me and say we going out, I'm staying at home. And <laughs> And I very much like my space. I like my peace. And don't let it be bad home. parking. Exactly. <laughs> I lose the I no and I'm going home. Yeah, no parking. No parking. Once I'm going home. I'm going home. Right. <laughs> and I'm very much a social battery girl. So at a certain point, it doesn't even have to be a certain time. It's just a certain conversation. I'll be like, ah, I'm going to go home. And that's just how I want to do my whole acting thing. Those people inspired me to know that this is not a weird behavior for me, that I can literally go and do my work, do the work as people that go to IDSA say, the work is the work is the work and go home and play my video games. So yeah, that's how they inspired me. <laughs> See, I told y'all she's a blur. I already told y'all. <laughs> But since you want to talk about, oh, your Capricorn, January, your idol Cree Summers and I actually have the same birthday, and she wished me happy birthday. So. And that's cute. And that's cute. And all. Oh, <laughs> <not a Capricorn, laughs> so. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what am I to do with this information? But did she wish you happy birthday, though? 
Did she wish you happy birthday? Did she tell you? But you know what's even better? You You know what's even better? People compare me to her as a voice actor. So, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Soulmates of the birthday. All I know <laughs> is if you have to tell her, remember when you wish me happy birthday, and then she <laughs> like she really did. Mm-hmm. We'll see what's gonna happen this year. <laughs> it's okay. I see. You. Look, me and Tapta are going to be in the Oscars together, and you know really? what? We're gonna be and her are gonna be in the Oscars, and we're we're gonna be nominated for the same award. But I want to give love to Tabitha. We're gonna. I'm gonna be like Tabitha. I, I hope she wins. Tabitha being the Capricorn, I hope she wins. But I wish it was. Not you trying me. to make yourself look good in front of the audience. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm sharing the award. <laughs> so we're gonna now be nominated. Really I dislike it by work. That is like nominations for best actor in a drama. Tabitha McNeil. I hate that girl. She's crazy. I I am not about to sit beside you. We're gonna sit next to each other, Tabitha. Okay. All right. And I'm just and you know what? And I'm gonna root really loud for you. Okay. I'm gonna just know it's fake from then on. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. You hear that girl in the background? You're gonna scream so loud that the little red light's gonna come on for my speech and they don't even get to hear my powerful speech. I don't like it. Like I said, because a full January girl, my speech is already prepared, okay? I've been waiting (laughs) years to say my speech, and you're not going to take that away from me. Shine, baby, shine. (laughs) So, So speaking of shining, I was going to say, um, could you walk us through the process of you landing your first VA role? Yeah. So, I was looking for websites on like how to get into voice acting or whatever, some audition sites. And I found castingcallclub.com. And at this time I had like a little $40 microphone that I got off of Amazon. Like it was not good. It sounded like I was underwater and I didn't know how to like do soundproofing or none of that. So I was just auditioning just to see if something would hit. And then one day I get this Christmas animation And I play this little girl that like screams, that's like a super afraid of a ghost. And there was a lot of people that were auditioning for that had way better audio than I did, probably had way more experience. And then one day I get a little email that's like, hey, you booked this role. That was like, okay, come on, little $40 microphone. (laughs) Sold it. Right. And so what was crazy is that that $40 microphone worked all the way up until the project was out and then it broke. And I say, yeah. It's time. I wore that thing out. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened between those times, but like, it really held me down. So when you book that first voiceover role, it's kind of just like a little bit of like validation. They're like, oh, someone likes my voice. And it's not just in a, I'm just talking on the phone to my friend, like, oh girl, you sound cute, whatever. It's someone likes my voice enough to be in their project that they're going to, you know, use what forever their portfolio. So it was a really nice feeling to get such a cool job so early on with a trash microphone. I was gonna say, where's that microphone now? Is it like Dead. in a case? Somewhere? <laughs> I was gonna, 
screwed up like, the, like your first dollar at a restaurant or something. I like honestly, I probably should have saved it, but as soon as I heard the gurgling sounds of water that was non-existent <laughs> in the microphone, I was like, I gotta throw this away. No, you I don't know where the water's that. coming from. <laughs> so, um, so we're now we're on like the talks of a mic. So, what would you recommend? Mm -hmm. You know. What tools would you recommend for someone to use when they're starting to get into voice acting? Yeah, um, I mean, I always recommend people get a Blue Yeti. That's a great standard microphone. It has a lot of settings. It's easy to get into. Mm -hmm. It's a big plug and play, meaning you can just plug it into your computer or laptop or whatever and just use it. Um, for more advanced people who are like, hey, I got some coin on the side. Uh, I recommend the Rode NT. Yeah, the Rode NT1, that's what I have in my closet right now. It's perfect for me. Um, but, you know, a blue Yeti and not the little snowball. Like an actual blue <laughs> Yeti microphone is perfect. <laughs> uh, anybody else have any questions? Hmm, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'm going to throw the first random weird question in here. So you ready? Sure. All right, all right. What is your top favorite R&B albums? <laughs> no pressure, no you pressure. Better on the spot. <laughs> it is. Let's go no, pressure. no pressure, no pressure. Okay. There's pressure. Okay, okay. Pushing down on you. Uh, I just don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be rude. <laughs> like choose the ones that I care about. Okay, okay. Yeah, you gotta like. You're in that underwater, in that mic, you're like underwater. You have to save like a few hours. If I had to save like three. Okay, let's do it. Okay, okay. 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 I, I, I'm going to save three. Um, first of all, <laughs> we love some, you know, we love some D'Angelo. Okay. 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 Because you just don't know what happens. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> just don't know what just happens. Don't know what happens. <laughs> um, but how does it feel? because she's a short queen it's obviously Janelle Monet like okay. she yes. Did. Oh, yeah. yes okay yes she's a short first of all when I first heard her and found out she was the same height as me I was like we're gonna be best friends and I'm down for you like 10 toes down I'm never <laughs> music's fire okay and then that's Bay. This is gonna be insane, but I love oh. the voice to men. Okay. okay hey. what's wrong with that? I love the That's it. That's the only three. And you know what? I'll give you a little, I'll give you a fourth one. Okay. Just in case the D'Angelo fails me. And it might. And it might fail me in couple in some of the songs. It might oh. fail me. Um, we're definitely going with TLC. So just in hey. case D'Angelo gets off the boat and swims in the water and I can't reach <laughs> it, but TLC is closer. I'm Okay. The first CD I ever had was TLC. Mm -hmm. It really took me through phases of my life in school. So I got, I, I was like, wait a minute. No, where's the one that really had me to choke cold? <laughs> you know, we had no business screaming, singing no scrubs. But yeah, at that point, there's girl, a lot drive. of scrubs. <laughs> there's there's a lot of scrubs. I'm about to say, Creep was the song. You should not have been Creep. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> Red Light Special. Now that song, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I was they played that Max. Song. Max at my middle school dance. Too close. Oh, that's too yeah. close. And we were oh, that's middle school though. Mm -hmm. See, we I'm didn't like, get that. 
<laughs> I went to a I went to a predominantly white school, so we got very much party in the USA. Oh. Soldier boy at the most. <laughs> so, <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> Okay. They play Uchi Wally Wally. School um, <laughs> at the the Soto West dance, and we were, yeah. Uh, they play some okay. of everything. And then remember when they, because um, me and Steve uh, attended school together. Remember when they banned uh, all skeet skeet? Once they found oh, out what it was, once they figured oh, out when they found out what it was, yeah. And they would have never known if they didn't hear these dang on stand up. I mean, they banned the snowman right. t shirt, too. yes. The snowman, oh, t-shirt yeah, the snowman. oh, yeah, the snowman, oh, yeah, the snowman t shirt, yeah. Okay, well, in my oh, school, what a time. in my school, they played tweet, oops, oh my, <laughs> during what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they say since y'all ain't gonna have no health they classes no more, we gonna, we gotta yeah, take we gonna y'all to I don't feel like they just knew what these songs were. They were just playing them. No, they were like, it's popular. Because it was popular yeah. and it was hip and it was the current thing. They, they played the top 10 on 106 and Park and thought <laughs> yes. that they were safe. They were like, it's going to be safe. Songs for the children. Yes. Talking about such a disconnect. Such a disconnect. Thanks for the children. Uh, <laughs> so, um, anybody have any questions before I get to the next subject? Yes. I was going to throw a second curveball in, in, in Steve's style. Okay. So my question, though, was going to go more so with, are there three actors? Now, this could be voice acting or just mm-hmm. acting um, that you feel are underrated and should have more shine. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I'm 100% going to send them this afterwards so they can see their name. <laughs> but... Um, one of a good friend of mine, her name is uh, Shakira Dunn. She's amazing. Um, she's also an amazing black voice actor. I think she's fantastic. Like she's one of the people that I very much look up to. She's booked the things that I've wanted to book. We've gotten for the same auditions for each other. And when she books it, I'm like, ah, dang. But like, I'm so happy because it's like, girl, it's you. It's either going to be you or me at this point. But I I think she's amazing. So she- Shakira, you're great. Uh, two, um, it's like an actor that's like underrated or a voice actor. Um, oh, you guys are throwing some hard questions because I got to think about people's full government names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, where are my friends' names? Um, Alexander Colin Johnson. It's like, whoa, he's <laughs> exactly. just the whole government. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like we're giving Tabitha her flowers. She's gonna give people her flowers too. So I am. For so sure. I one person, and this is from our class. Shout out to Katsia Manunga. I think that's how you say her last name. She's gonna punch me straight in my temple. <laughs> I love you, Katsia. <laughs> I love um, you, girl. We love the oh, <laughs> Katsia is very, very just underrated. I mean, in class, it was just like. Um, just seeing her work and her work grow throughout being in class and just seeing her open up so much was so amazing to see. We were super close. So just seeing her bloom now and being her amazing self as not as just an actor, but also a director is fantastic. So she's underrated. And um, my last one. Love you, Katia. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yes, that's my um, British Bay right there. She's amazing. <laughs> I know. She is so gorgeous. Oh she is. 
Um, my last one is, let's see, someone that's like underrated. Um, hmm. <laughs> oh, this is so difficult because if I don't say everybody's name, then I'm horrible. <laughs> But I'll say one person in particular. Um, his name is Micah. He runs this amazing podcast called Cultures, Convos for the Culture. He is such a fantastic interviewer. I think he's just so magnetic in the way that he interviews people and the way that people interact with him. And he is a huge like content creator. So anything that he puts his mind to, it like pops off so well and he has such an amazing support system that's like yo if i want to do this they're going to let him do it he has such a great sense of fashion and though he's more on the side of um you know an interviewer or a host i still think that that takes a level of acting because you know you have to kind of like these people even if you don't so it's nice to be able to interview such great and maybe horrible people in such a very kind of nonchalant way and still show them love and still respect them and I think he's awesome for that so yeah that's my three people <laughs> shout out that you said somebody in our class because mm -hmm. she's amazing uh, it'd be a dream to work with her and yeah because she like she is she's definitely amazing <laughs> she's the one to look out for I would definitely um at, give y'all her Instagram to really follow her. Um, is there anybody else that has a question before we get to the next subject? Mm. Well, I know because I see it on the on the syllabus. More throughout the not the syllabus. I said the syllabus. Okay, class is in session. Class is in session. Okay, so since you're a voice acting teacher, you don't you don't <clears throat> you don't have to give out all of it because they gotta pay you for it. But you can right. give them just that a little a bit. You you can give them like a little bit. You can I give can them a sample. Give them some free game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll we'll take, we'll take. like you you don't even give them the snack, girl. Give them that you green give light. them the sample. The little <laughs> sample you see at Costco and Sam's Club. Okay. What? Okay. What techniques do you use on your audition and roles that you can help other actors out? Yeah, um, I give this one out all the time in teaching class. Just listen to your friends and your family. How do they speak? You know, are they a fast talker? Are they a slow talker? How do they sound when they're mad? How do they sound when they're angry? Look through the various emotions that your friends and family have and see if you can copy that. Obviously not with them around because that's rude, <laughs> but like, you know, go in your little hiding hole and be like, let me just sound like, you know, one of my uncles or my aunts or whoever. That's how you develop natural characters that you can always have, you know, stuff to come from. So it's like, oh, okay, this is how they sound when they're mad, I'm going to use that as the character. Nobody ever knows that I actually sound like one of my kids that I used to um, teach, right? One of my little kid voices that I do, a kid literally sounded like that. And I did it so much that I started to sound like her. So Ooh. little one, if you're still watching, I use your voice for money. That teacher, I, I'm being copyrighted. Right. <laughs> He's he's a he's a he's a young 
boy now, okay? Um, but yeah, like I said, like if you work with children, that's the best way to figure out voices. There was this one little kid when I used to work at um, a gym and he was a cute little white kid. And I was like, he's for sure going to marry a black woman because every time he saw me, he would be like, mind you guys, he's like probably two. So like his voice hasn't developed, but every time he saw me, he'll be like, hey. And I was like, where is that coming from? <laughs> the voice was so deep. Hey. And, <laughs> and it was a long hey, hey. It was like, hey. Sir, you're not even poly trained yet. Go see Right, you're not poly trained. And I remember his parents being like, we know exactly who he's about to bring home. And they weren't mad at it. And I was like, y'all some cool parents for real. <laughs> like, because he was just such a cute little, you know, cute little white boy. And all the rest of the girls that we were working with, he'd just be like, hi, whatever, hi. But when he saw me, hey, I was like, ooh. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. I am grown. Okay, but hey. you. I feel it makes you feel a little special. It's like, okay, you like a little chocolate. I love that for you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so just listen to your friends and your family. That's it. Uh, That's the free game. <laughs> yeah. So, like, as actors, sometimes we have to be available at all the time. Mm -hmm. No matter at the drop of the dime, what side hustles do you recommend for voice actors or actors? Yeah. Um, if you're an actor, voice acting is a great side hustle. Simple as that. I mean, you're at home most of the time anyway. So mm -hmm. as long as you can go in your closet for two seconds and record a commercial, that commercial can you know, yield you $5,000 for a couple of lines. So why not get into it? Voice acting has a lot to do with my acting. I book because I'm good at acting. So if you're already an actor, and especially now with the strike that's happening, that technically doesn't affect voiceover like that. I mean, it could maybe bigger shows, but smaller things like commercials and you know, reality TV stuff, that doesn't affect voice actors. So this is a great time to start, you know, pulling some tools that you never thought you were never going to use in your career. Um, another great side hustle is, you know, babysit some random kids, you know, <laughs> teach somebody, mentor them. As actors, we have a plethora of information. And so I think that this is a great time for people to start giving that information, whether it's free or a little paid. I don't know, but it depends on how you set up. Um, but it's nice to just, you know, mentor somebody, uh, get into voiceover, walk a couple of dogs, you know, do something with yourself um, and, you know, get back into classes. Like, I think side hustles are so weird for actors because we literally can do anything and it all goes with our career. So if I went to be a waitress for a couple of months to get my funds up, great. I'm going to put that on, on my resume and say, hey, I know how to waitress. I know how to host. So it all works together in the end of everything, but just do something with yourself. We got about a couple of months before this strikes in, so occupy yourself. Yes, <laughs> use your time wisely. Pretty much. <laughs> so we're going with the same line of uh, like techniques and stuff like that. I'll mm -hmm. say, what is something that someone who's pursuing acting and voice acting should avoid? Like I know singers usually would tell you, uh, I have a friend who, who sang, and they would tell me, if you're going to go to do karaoke, do not partake in alcohol. It makes you, your voice horrible. Right, yeah. So they're just like, if you're going to karaoke, you want to sound just a little bit better than everyone else, don't drink alcohol. <laughs> right. So is there um, any tips like that? Like that'll There are. Help? So for voice acting, try to stay away from sodas and dairy. 
when you're about to record something, it can just block a lot of things. It can cause mucus and nasty stuff. Um, make sure you drink some lemon water. It's good for acidity. Uh, a lot of the times we don't notice what noises our mouth makes. We can hear a gurgle or some spit. It's a lot going on in your mouth when you talk. Um, but that helps ease all of that for actors try to you know stay away from people that sound scammy you know like if someone asks you like yo i'm gonna pay you before you even get on set leave that is not for you boo especially if you know you're just starting out and you're like oh snap i'm about to be on you know disney channel because some random girl emailed me it's not gonna happen that way boo boo it's not stay away from people who come at up to you at the mall and be like, I see potential, run away. It's so easy for actors to get scammed because we want this dream like so bad and we're sometimes very desperate that if anyone sees a sparkle of shine or talent in us, we are just gun ho and ready to go full in. And a lot of the times those people just want your money. Yeah, They will let you spend the $5,000 and be like, okay, well, now you're a part of our roster, but now you got to pay for your headshots. You got to go to class, especially, like I said, if you're someone who is like, I'm new to acting and I've never taken classes, I don't have headshots and I'm sending you a little selfie from Instagram with a filter. And then all of a sudden someone's like, you're great for Disney Channel. You're not. <laughs> this is an yeah. entire industry where we have to work our butts off consistently. So... Yeah. Stay away if it feels in your guts that this is not a good idea. Run. Yeah. Especially stay away now. from the Facebook ads, the mm -hmm. radio ads, mm -hmm. the TV ads. Mm -hmm. Just because there is a guest, somebody that was on Disney Channel when um, they were nine. By the way, yeah, or nine <laughs> when they or were nine because that's what they'll yes. say. They'll be like, "Oh my gosh, we had Selena Gomez." Yeah, when she was nine and on Barney. She's doing other things at this point. I'm not going to be this girl. And they're talking to people who look just like us that are like, okay, they probably do have actual potential and they probably do 100% have talent, but it's going to be you and 50 other people or 500 other people who are doing the same thing. And they're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some of y'all might make it out. But if their last claim to fame is Selena Gomez and Barney or Sweet Life and Zack and Cody, or they got an old picture of Spider-Man 1 talking about you can be in the new Spider-Man, run away. Run. <laughs> like, run away. <laughs> they are going Run. Mm -hmm. Please do just run. because Yeah, and the same thing for... Um, for voice acting. I know a lot of people are scared of the whole, like, AI thing. Stay away from it. That's all. Stay away from it. Perpetuity is a bad word. Never do anything in perpetuity. Look it up. I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's cost money. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. but, but that's a big word. Go look it up. But perpetuity is a bad word. Never use it and never go for it. That's all. <laughs> so for actor, so like speaking of like stay away from scams, where do you go to locate your auditions? Yeah, um, I go to castingcallclub.com. That's a great place to start art if you're a voice actor. Um, if you're an actor, you know, backstage is great. It also can be a little scammy, so watch yourself. You, you know, read over your things. If it sounds crazy, walk away. Uh, if you're a little bit more advanced as an actor, Actors Access is a great place to get into. And if you live in LA, you know, Casting Networks. That's great. Or LA casting as they call it now. It's both. But yeah, 
those are some great websites that you can kind of get started in acting and in voice acting. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Oh, are we still on the call? Or can I ask a random question? Sure. <laughs> We're killing her right now. No, a little no, bit, a little bit. No, My HP a, is going a, down. It's a good question, but it's okay. A, okay. So, they're making a video game into uh animated series. Mm -hmm. What character and from what game would you like to voice? Oh, that's so good. Um, so obviously. <laughs> I would love to be one of the fireflies in the last of us when they get to that part. Okay. Um, Cause that's like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, that's one. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I wish I could have been in the uncharted series. Again, a lot of video games are turning into like animated, like life movies now. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. I think the last of us is just, the only one the main one okay yeah the main one yeah <laughs> i can't really think of any more that i was like super super interested in but when i saw the last of us i was like yeah this is this, this is, is right it. up my alley because <laughs> it's like first of all the opening scene if you've ever played the last of us they did that so perfectly it was perfect and i was like yeah it's like i'm playing the game so mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all we want to see and i was like I, I was a little skeptical about it at first and i was like hmm Elliot's not in it, so what I'm supposed to do? I'm looking at this random girl. And like, I wanted the original Ellie. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was perfect. I think it was great. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, continue, continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, does anybody have any other questions? All right, so the next one is about you know, since we're on a line of like where you know you were talking about like which characters you would love to play, mm -hmm. um, where do you see yourself in five years? For both acting and voice acting. Mm -hmm. Uh for voice acting, I definitely see myself being in a video game, like a triple A video game. I think I'm getting closer and closer to those auditions, but I would love to do it in a um in a mocap way where they could actually like, I could really get into my character and really do the feels. Uh, so yeah, a triple A video game. I would love it for it to be on the lines of like a last of us type of thing, not horror, but just the storytelling of how the story goes. I would love to be a part of something like that. Um, I also see myself being on like an actual series on a major network. I did book one on Amazon prime, but I'm talking bigger than that. <laughs> So yes, right. She Thank is, you. Yes, she is in um, Leo the Wildlife Ranger, and she Ranger plays Jane. Ranger Jane. Ranger Jane, yeah. So that's gonna be in the new. I'm gonna be in season four of that. But I want something bigger of just like a Cartoon Network. I would love to book something along the lines of not specifically Family Guy, but just the seasons of a show like that, where I'm just up there every single time. I would love to be on a show like like The Boondocks. We don't know when that's coming back, but I would love to be on just a show that's super Black and it's funny and it's hilarious and people can come back and watch it 24-7. And it's a cold you know, class. Um, so 
recently I saw that Abbott Elementary, they did like a little animation for that. Yeah. I can see you being the voice actor and I can also see you being on the show as well. Thanks. I could have been Quentin's sister, but it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> literally the same height. it's fine um i like the fact that she did use her actual sister at least so yeah you need to go ahead and uh bump into her at a coffee shop or something because she was definitely like putting her people on that was the first time i actually knew what vince staples looks like i've heard his music before you heard bo and... mention them <laughs> you heard bo mention them from motown <laughs> Like that's that's not it, but no, I I saw him and I was like, okay, but she she definitely, you know, that's that's the type of part of the industry I do like to see where you know you try to bring on who you can and who is suitable mm -hmm. because it's 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 you know everybody wants to bring everybody along, but not everybody is meant to come along, and that's just. A fact of life. It doesn't mean you have to be disconnected from them or done with them. It's just sometimes that part of life is not meant for everybody. But it's cool to see, you know, people trying to, you know, put others on. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so with that kind of segue into that question, like, is there anyone you may have not mentioned who you were just like, I wish we were, you know, in this together. I wish we were kind of running head forward first to this uh, together. Yeah, I won't say their name, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> I won't no, no. Okay. We say their name. We won't get no drama started. But, <laughs> but well, okay, we'll say this. So since we aren't going to say names, we're going to keep it friendly. What about them do you think would have what makes them kind of shine to you to say hey I would like others to see this yeah it's their um just pure resilience in this industry I think they really bring something that most like most actors when we do auditions and we just go through this industry we're ready to quit like after that 50th no we're like shoot I don't even think this is for me but this particular person has been through just so much in their life where it was like not just even acting, just general life stuff where it's like, okay, I could have been quit. I could have been gotten down. I could have been just went on with my life. And yet they are still continuously getting back into this industry with a force that I've never really seen them do um, before. And again, like I wish we could be in the same lane with each other. But like you said, everyone cannot go. I'm in a very different place in my career than I was a couple of years ago when I went to IDSA. I didn't know that things were going to happen in this way where I got into voiceover. I'm a coach. These people know me. Like, crazy people are just in my DMs. I'm getting these opportunities. And I was like, oh man, I wish this person was with me, but they're also on their own journey. But one thing I will say is that this particular person has shown me that like this industry is crazy and cruel, but as long as I do not give up, as long as I know who I am, I stand by who I am, that I'm going to be the difference in this industry that no one else has seen before. So 
though I want to say their name, they have taught me so much about how to stay very to myself in this industry. Again, a January girl, we at home anyway. But like, it's really just a presence that I like. Because at first I was like, oh man, I'm not booking like the way that I want to. My friends are getting co-stars. They're on TV. And I'm just like, okay, when is it going to be my turn? When is it going to be my next thing? And now I've learned that like the little, the things that I may think are small plays in my life, the, you know, things that I've booked, they are huge to other people. And I'm like, oh snap. Absolutely. People, people yes. actually think I'm out here in these streets and I'd be at home in my pajamas. Like <laughs> <laughs> you trying so, to ask me to go somewhere, you ain't beat me home. Yeah, look. to the house. <laughs> don't let me hit a certain room in my door. And I'm like, I'm not even coming out no more. So, like, so gotta be faster than that. that. Yeah, like yes. it just the me being the girl like at home chilling, and then for other people. I'm the comparison, which shocks the mess out of me because I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, all these people are booking and I'm not there yet. And yet someone is looking at me and being like, I wish I was down. And that's yeah. insane. So that person has taught me so much about just being myself and knowing that like, I'd really be out here in these streets and I should not, because <laughs> you know, as a January girl, we just be like, boom, 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 what's the next get? And sometimes she's, you know, this particular person has let me really sit in my accomplishments and be like, no, nah, you should really go out and go out to eat. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I yeah, just yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, after we had our first professional guest, you know, mm -hmm. I was like, well, I should invite a guest. And you were the person that I thought of. You see, you like she told us yeah immediately very quickly yeah. like Aww. very quickly I was like oh so we doing interviews now then the person that I want to interview is you Tabitha because I be watching you as you can tell like I'm doing the line game I was like she she gets the line game as well Gary got one oh, yeah. got one so <laughs> you so you obviously you're doing a thing ma'am. I have to remind myself that I am out here in these streets, but be very humble about it too. Cause like I said, I'd be at home. You're being too <laughs> humble because I'm like, Tabitha McNeil did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, hey girl, anytime. Like you, like I said, you know, you can always come back here. You're always welcome. I appreciate it. Even though you're a Capricorn, you know. It's rude to say that out loud. <laughs> it's rude, okay? It's rude. You know, you know we're emotional. Usually, you know, we start the year. We start the year, so it, you I start. Don't know the what, I don't know what the other one. And people just be hating. I mean, I literally start the year, but January, you know, we start the year, and the rest of you fall in line. Period. Well, nobody likes January. It'd be cold. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. It may be cold, but we heating up stuff consistently. That's why you be seeing all Always. the stuff happen in the next month. Always. Because we be heating up. We <laughs> got that little sizzle to us. Mm -hmm. that little sizzle to this us. is how you should be acting at all times, Tabitha. We're talking about being humble, ma'am. Defend your career like you defend being a Capricorn. 
first i mean because that was one of the like when i first started one of the people i was like always compared to was like Issa Rae because i was just first of all i was black and awkward so and her birthday is on the same day as mine so i was like we best friends we locked in so Mm -hmm. to see how she's grown and that she's still pretty awkward i remember her from her youtube days watching her on youtube I remember them saying like three out yeah. of four Capricorns are cool and then one of them isn't. So this fit. Wow. Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Who I don't know. I don't know which Capricorn is. You don't. You don't never heard that analogy. I've never. But the other three that. seem cool. We got Tabitha. We got Double O. We got Issa. <laughs> yeah. That fourth one. Rude. <laughs> Who the fourth one, Steve? Who's the fourth one? <laughs> Who's the fourth Capricorn? That's not cool. Who is it? Who is I've heard some can be shy and She's some can be very old. Michael Jackson. Who is it? Is it my brother? Who is it? Who is, who is the one out of four, Steve? Who is the one out of four? I zoomed in on you. Wow, oh, he's an ISO and everything. This wasn't a wow. okay. So. Sorry. Honestly, it's okay. Sorry, it's the others. They don't know how to act. They 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 have no decorum. I always have no, it's okay. To that it's it's perfectly fine. We're the people that They're win the awards un- first. Yeah, I was waiting for you to throw that fourth Capricorn in there because I was like, I saw this one time, and then once yeah. you see it, like, now's, my, now's my chance. I was like, yeah, I gotta do it. Okay, so I had an experience where I wanted to quit acting because I had a legendary actor said, Your hair is so big, you remind me of Minnie Mouse. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit acting. I was like, I'm done. Like, you really gonna talk about how big my hair is, and then you gonna p- compare me to Minnie Mouse? What was like a comment that made you wanted to quit? Like, hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was like a comment. I will. Do you don't have to name names. Yeah, I won't say it yet. But um, I'll tell you the name know. once we get off. I know who you talk about just by the way you said it. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, uh, it wasn't necessarily a comment. I think it was just a moment that I was just, I, I wish I just had such a, um, like a youthful energy and I should just act my age. But I was like, how do you know how old I am? Because <laughs> you know, um, but that did, I don't know. I, I won't say like that comment just made me quit. It was just like, I don't like you and I hope I never get any auditions from you. <laughs> Um, and I'll be good. Like I was really chill on that. But I think even when people, especially when people like casting directors, we think that their word is like law, right? Because they're like, oh, but they cast so-and-so show. They've been this, this, and that. And honestly, casting directors don't be really knowing what they want all the time either. You know, they're just yeah. looking for the right person to fit this particular thing. And a lot of the times people think that saying stuff like that is tough love and you're just trying to build us up as an actor. And if you're a sensitive person like myself, I'm going to cry. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, well, I guess if well, so-and-so said I suck, I guess I suck. And it hurts us <laughs> so much because this is all we want to do. So a word of advice, even if those comments come, because it can be even worse than, you know, you look like Minnie Mouse. It can be, you're not black enough. You're not this, you're not whatever. Um, 
don't let those comments hurt you. It is just from one random casting director. And if they haven't cast anything since a specific time in a year, really don't worry about it because they ain't even booking themselves. So like, <laughs> I as soon as you say something crazy, I'd be like, let me look up this. Time. Let me look on, on your website, see what's the last thing you cast. And if it's some random, like, if you if the last thing you cast was Roots, you have nothing to say to me. <laughs> nothing to say to me. I don't want to hear what you have to say. So, and she's talking yeah. about the nineteen. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about full on Kuta Kente cut off the five hour, sixteen hour movie TV show. Okay, not the one that, that come on. Not the new thousand. Yeah, yeah, not the new one. I'm talking about the OG one. So yeah, just not to felt like seriously. Do not let these casting directors tell you that you cannot do this career because one day when you do book that show when you do book that movie they will be like oh i knew them they were so great <laughs> they proved me wrong no girl you call me you no talking about keep that same like energy yeah keep the same energy you told me you look like i look like Minnie mouse i'm gonna like sis <laughs> watch me on tv then mm -hmm. watch me on TV. yeah watch me that's that's a crazy thing to say to somebody and again, there are worse things that people have said. Oh. That, that is true. Things. That is true. I've heard, yeah. I've heard. I guess it just kind of depends on each person how they react to it. Because mm -hmm. I don't I don't think I would have felt like this because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're balding. Like these casting directors are getting older. And so they most some people want to get back to that old time like Hollywood, where it's just like, you look a certain way, you have to be a certain skin tone, this, 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 and that, and then I don't like you. So the older that they are, expect some level of stupidity with them anyway. <laughs> but don't let it get to you and be like, well, now I'm going to quit because they said I'm, you know, this, 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 and that. Because honestly, what one casting director may genuinely hate in you, another one will love. Exactly. Because it's just the rejection is, it's part of it, mm -hmm. you know. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Do I wonder if I feel this way? But sometimes I wish that I had like a, a uncle that can just get me in the nepotism. I, somebody me. nepotism me. <laughs> I want to be nepotized. Nepotism. Me. Yeah, and I think it's really hard for those people who have someone famous because you know that oh you just got in here because you didn't sell sun <laughs> but it's like oh but now I gotta act because now I actually got now you gotta work. do it now I gotta mm -hmm. do work now you gotta do it so casting, casting is such a crazy thing if you ask me because where did you get this idea from because I, I won't pretend like that sometimes the people they try to cast there are real people like that yeah. they are real people but a lot of times when they do the casting, it's like, you don't know nobody like that. Like, where did you even come <laughs> up with that idea? And then that's kind of how you get these things where, oh, you're not black enough and so on and so forth. And it's like, you don't know any black people in your real life. Yeah, they don't. That's why like, I said, like, black people make are Exactly. Black people and, are yeah. a monolith. And I know that kind of gets ran into the ground. But black people really are a monolith from the ones who, you know, try to act holier than thou and try to be separate from us to all down to the ones in the hoods, the ghetto, all of that. We 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 got a variety. Exactly. We got a variety. That's why it's 
like I said, it's no reason to listen to them when they have comments like that. The only thing that they should naturally be commenting on is your acting and not the way you appear to be because we should be able to morph into any character that you give to us and if you think that my hair is an issue and a problem for me not morphing into a superhero or you know a mom or a daughter or whatever then that's the issue you have within yourself they don't got nothing to do with because the way these british (laughs) actors be playing the american stars and then you like idris is Idris is British. Yeah, Idris is Irish. Idris yeah. is British. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Daniel Kalua, mm-hmm. British. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it's there. It's <laughs> there. So it's like, if you're going by physical perception, you got it all wrong. Because you would think, you know, they work on their craft to, you know, sound similar to uh, American dialect. So right. it's like, listen, if they can, you know, get the okie doke on you, then it's like, just let me know who are you needing me to be mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you that. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that um, especially me and Keisha going to IDSA, like our British classmates were like, oh, well, how do I, you know, how do I be American? <laughs> like, that's a weird part to say, but like, how do I, you know, do whatever? Because when they do come here, they got to be super on point, right? I'm sure in the UK or what I've researched is that there are amazing black, dark skin, amazing, beautiful women who are in the UK who are killing it. But now those same people have to make sure that they're killing it in the UK. And a lot of the times those people are not killing it in the UK. So they got to come over here. So for them, and again, that is the thing. That the is. is way different here in but America. They do have the same accent. Yeah. You do. It's not too much different as far as like um like black Americans and then black British people. We basically have the same dialect. It's just, you know, it's a little bit different. Like I could us talking to Katia, I can still say girl. I can still say, oh, what you doing? Like we can still talk. <laughs> in whatever urban dialect that we have and it's very understood but if she was here and she went to somewhere like Chicago she'll probably get shot you know (laughs) yeah because because that 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 one dialect (laughs) accent that they have them learn it's like where's that from yeah pinpoint it it's 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 the same and then they have this one go-to Southern accent, yeah. no matter who is from, one go-to Southern. Mm-hmm. And then when they want them to sound more urban black, mm-hmm. it's one certain type. Yeah. And it's like you can't quite you can't quite pinpoint where it's from because you know, you know, just like over there, they have different dialects and depending on the area you're from, mm-hmm. it's the same here, but they all have that same, same if you you know, just go back and watch their work when they're supposed to be American, especially if they're playing a black American character, mm-hmm. it's like, who, who is that? Who is that? Because yes. like we can pinpoint it like, oh, you're from Virginia or you're from this place or you're definitely mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. we know that, but he, when they come here, it's like, oh, you're just, you're just British. Like when you, where you they're from? Jumble it up. We're part of British. You <laughs> you know? Yeah, they so, give us hell. They give us hell to say we do a uh, bad job at their accents. They mm-hmm. give us hell. But y'all, 
It, we feel the same way about y'all. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, and I don't like the divide that most people will say, like, oh, it's a divide between like American actors and British actors. I think that this is just me. I think for all the black actors who do it, we should just be together. <laughs> Everybody else, I can really care less. Um, yeah. But for most of the black actors, because I would love to do British TV. Like I would 100% love to go over there and do TV and do theater and do all of that. And sure, if you want to, you know, switch, I would surely switch with Ketsia and be like, girl, come over here and do some New York stuff. But <laughs> I think because we are seeing more people that look like us, whether they're British or American, if you do good, I'm going to at least give it to you. But if you do trash, like a certain movie, I won't name it. Um, <laughs> Where you backflip back off of a bridge or whatever. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, because like we, we can I think they don't extend movies. that same courtesy. I think that's the yeah. kind of rift yeah. that there is. There are a lot of, you know, Black British um, uh, actors who get you know, Black American roles, mm -hmm. but that courtesy isn't extended to, you know, Black American actors, you know, who want to break into British unless they pay the stereotypical, you know, um, you know, American in mm -hmm. the show opposed to, because they do have a certain way you have to talk and since it's easier, I guess, to do um, an American accent if you don't even just pinpoint it to a certain way mm -hmm. but the courtesy is not always extended I think that may be the biggest issue yeah, with um, actors yeah. because it's like they can come over here as long as they can make it sound American enough mm -hmm. they're good but mm -hmm. yeah. you go over there and you slip up once who is this <laughs> <laughs> yes that's very and, true yeah because I always wanted to live in London for like a few years and work some acting gigs i would mm -hmm. love that too just to live there and experience it um so yeah so like have you had any british offers yet um as far as voiceover i have which has been great uh just like audiobooks and you know like not audiobooks, but like audio dramas and stuff. So that's been cool. But I, like I said, I would love to do TV and film. I think that they have such a, a better range of what they can do as far as TV and film there, where they have such creative freedom that we don't really get to have here all the time. Like we have like residencies where people can write and stuff, but it's like, we don't see it until three years down the line. And if, you know, the people like it, but over there, they can have, you know, writers' residencies in theaters where those people get to actually see their plays, and their plays are full of people who look just like us. And their stories are just so um, compelling in a way where I'm like, I'm not British, but I understand. And yeah. I get what you're trying to say. So I love just seeing more darker skin representation <laughs> over there that I don't really see here, um, where I'm like, yo, I'm not to move. Because at this point, girl could book over here every single day, okay? But yes. um, I just wish we had the same love for the arts um, here more in America than they did in the UK. Again, you can be an actor in the UK at three years old, and you can just keep going up and like be great, because they have those schools where they get to teach you all the things. So that's why it's so easy for them to come here and be crazy good because they've been doing it since they was three years old. Mm -hmm. um, while we have to wait until middle school and high school or get out of college to 
pursue acting like for real, for real. And then even when we get there, it's like, well, what college am I supposed to go to? What classes am I supposed to take? They're like, as soon as you get out of college, cool, you about to go here, 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 here. You about to go to IDSA, you about to go do this. And now you book. So <laughs> it's, I wish we just had the same love. I think we're slowly getting there, but I wish it was faster than that. Yes, it's so true because like I didn't, um, until the identity, I had a new love of acting. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, we had to take that Shakespeare class, and Nikki yeah. told us we had to remember those lines. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I, I barely, Shakespeare will not understand me, and I don't understand him either. But now I appreciate his work. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of like shows that we, movies that we do here are very similar to like Shakespeare's work. Mm-hmm. Um, since attending identity, what has your change, what did your love of act, what, what changed for you? Like, what did you appreciate something a lot more than you originally did when you first got accepted? Yeah, when I first of all, I've always wanted to go to the school. So when I got accepted after the audition, I was like, yo, I'm about to be an actor. <laughs> I was like, I'm really about to hit the streets. Um, but it taking so many classes in my life where I was just like, okay, they want this specific Black actor, right? Where it's like, if you're a specific tone or hue or some sort of melody, you're going to be the ghetto girl. You're going to be the girl that's like, yo, what's up? I'm about to kill you and your husband. And I was like, I don't feel like playing those roles all the time. I want love. <laughs> so getting into class and having a different set of sides that where it was just like, I don't got to be the victim. I don't have to be the torn up woman. I like it felt so good to be in a class where I felt supported and I could just be myself and they actually listened to what I really wanted to grow on. Um, in class, I was like, I just want to get a handle of my emotions and like how to breathe through them and how to just work all of this out that's going on, you know, behind the scenes of everything. And just to, for a teacher to be like, okay, cool, we're going to work on that. I'm going to give you harder monologues that make you want to cry because now we need to know how that feels for you. Or, just being in a school where it was just based on just maybe just your talent a, a real talent for something you you know you're not going to get into school if you're not good that's rude to say but like you're still good if you don't but like you know it's it, it felt nice to be yeah, like okay, they, i'm in yes out of all yes. these students out of you know let's say 200 500 people they still like what i did in this little small audition um but the teaching was different. I loved the teachers. I loved the classes that we got to do. I loved how we, they really made it like we're a team. Like we still talk to each other to this day and it's been years and how we still all root for each other. And though we're all in different paths and doing different things, it's like, yo, we got each other's back. Like shout out to, to FA2, you know, like that's our class for sure. F- F2 for life. <laughs> for sure. So I, 
yeah, that that just really changed the game for me. Just first of all, seeing the difference of training between here in America and then UK, because I was like, y'all are crazy. They had us do our homework every single day, read a bunch of Shakespeare, go watch it, read it three times. If you didn't read it three times, he knew and it scared the mess out of me. And it was like, <laughs> if you don't got your work, we sending you out. And I've never had a teacher just be like, okay, bye. You know, like and you had to do your P's and Q's. Like it was no grace. For real, for real, to be like, oh, I didn't know my lines today. It was like, okay, cool. So, so what we kicked do? out? Yeah, yes. you know, uh, get kicked out, or should we go get yelled at? And we didn't want to do that. So yes. we worked harder. The more we saw each other work hard, the better we all got. And it was just like, see, now that was a good day. So getting to have teachers who were known to be horrible to other people <laughs> and to be nice to us because we were really out here. First of all, we were scared, but we were also working hard <laughs> of this teacher. So yeah, just um, the difference in training, the people, the way they taught us how to be an actor. Um, because, you know, we think it's all about like the likes and the fame of it all. And it's like, no, just do the work. All of that yes. other stuff will will follow as long as I do my best, do what I need to do, know my lines, connect with the person I need to connect to. All the followings and the likes, like that stuff doesn't matter. You can have a million people following you and they can hate the mess out of you. But for me, I want people to see my work and be like, I can do that too. And they taught me how to do that. <laughs> yes. Thank so you, I I miss y'all. Love y'all. So a question yeah. I want to ask that Double O asked last time, what's the almost, this was almost you, like uh, what was the audition that you did and you were like this close and you could have been this person? Yeah. Okay. So I have two stories. For voiceover, um, I don't know how this lady found me. I And like, maybe they saw my website or whatever, or maybe someone whispered in their ear. But um, the casting director from Five Nights at Freddy uh, Security Breach reached Ooh. out to me to play one of the Black girls. And I was like, I'm gonna get this. <laughs> I was like, yo, first of all, Five Nights at Freddy scared a mess out of me, but mm -hmm. I'm I'm a huge person that loves to like watch theories and stuff. And I was like, I'm gonna beat the black girl. Who she at? Like I was researching it everything. I was like, who is she? What's her name? She one of the kids that died. So um, I get the audition and she loves it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna just leave it alone. And she's like, hey, I'm gonna get back to you on Wednesday to let you know if you got the role or not. Wednesday passed and I was like, dang it, man. And I was like, maybe, wait a minute, cause maybe she on another time zone and it's really Tuesday for her. So I was like, I'm gonna give it another day. So I messaged her, and this was Thursday at this point. I was just like, hey, thank you so much for you know letting me audition. Mind you, full on tears. Thank you so much for letting me audition. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, I didn't get it. And it was literally me and one other person. And obviously they went with someone else, but she was just like, I really liked your take. They just went a different direction. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And that was very early on. This is before I booked all of my films. This is before I booked bigger stuff. I was like, you found me here when I was just a couple of bookings mm -hmm. and still liked my work. So, y'all, 
I was so hurt by that one. Friday nights is a big deal. First of all, the children love Friday nights and Freddy. I would have been the peak person for the children that I know, okay? I would have been lit. Oh, my coach is on Friday nights and Freddy. I'm going to go play it. But for acting, that's my teacher. Right. So for acting, I don't know if I can necessarily tell this story. I won't say who it is. Okay. So this was during, um, how do I say this story without naming the particular thing? Your girl, <laughs> your girl was a maybe. It was a huge, um, I don't know how to say what I'm Don't I do it. If you, can't, if you can't do it, yeah, just go. Okay, I will say it. I will tell you later, Keisha. <laughs> okay, tell me I was later. Say, I was like, I'm about to be the next Arvel thing. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say, I'll, I'll give you another voiceover one. Um, there's a specific game, Arvel, um, that I would have been a part of. I'm still giving auditions for this Arvel game. Um, <laughs> so it could happen. Um, but they let me audition for a lot of characters for this Arvel game. And so far, they seem to still like my take, so it could happen. Um, but yeah, it, again, getting auditions from something as huge as that is just crazy to me. So it's like I'm 100% on the right path, even though I feel like I'm like, oh, I really wanted to book these things. Um, and I'll give you one more story since I can't talk about the acting one. There was a Disney show that mm -hmm. I was perfect for. Perfect for. This is how the audition went. They wanted someone black or blind. You hear the or part? You hear the or part? <laughs> <I'm like>, <laughs> you hear the or part? Black or or. Blind. Blind? blind like like how you just slide <laughs> that in there and just black no, what if you were both like how did yeah. you what's the comparison like what's the equivalence happening you could have been like, down oh, you guys are, i'm legally blind you wear glasses you need your glasses and here's the catcher because that's apparently that's not enough impairment to be blind because for if i take these off i can't see but it wasn't enough and so and mind you that take was fire like girl had to sing in character they loved it and they call my agent and they're like yeah is she like impaired in any way and my agent calls me she's like you wear glasses right i was like yeah my glasses are thick okay i got a strong prescription in me. two c's right <laughs> so she's like okay cool i'm gonna get back to you calls me back and it's like they said you're not impaired enough. And I was like, well, so you I don't know, know what you said about the hoof foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like you used like, to oh, start telling stuff. Well, I was like, but I'm black, right? Because they said black or, right? And mind you, the character was, the character was black. So I was like, so they just don't see that I'm black because they said, or she don't really be, I mean, and she was a blind character. So it would have been horrible for me to take the role anyway, because right. even though I wear glasses, you know, the kids be looking you up. And then now 
I'm that backlash. You don't want. Right. <laughs> you don't want that backlash. You don't want tw- you don't want Twitter coming after you. You don't want people in your DMs on Instagram. I don't. Like, I do not need somebody being like, sis, I, you can see. And now I'm hurt, and now I'm hurting every community in the world. And now I don't want to do that. So yeah, think of the little and stitch casting. We still we still on mm-hmm. them heavy. We still right. on their necks. Right. We still so, on them. It was nice to be able to actually book it because of the or. But it was good that I did it because, you know, it probably would have been bad, but it would have been cute because I was still black. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, yeah that's, that's been some ones where I was like, man, I could have I could have killed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't see the right. person who booked it. But I won't be watching that episode just to put the ratings down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like I watch uh, this episode though to keep make sure you stay on the show. But that that particular episode, your girl ain't watching. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I felt the same way. Um, I actually when I auditioned for something mm-hmm. and I didn't get it, I didn't want to watch it either. Yeah, uh, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So so yeah, like at least you know what? Just look at it. At least you don't have the backlash, and at least you you know because what makes me uncomfortable is when I see auditions. There's like black or mixed, and I'm like, just say you want the mixed girl. Yeah, just say you want. Just say. Just say you want a little. Just say you want a little razzle dazzle. Okay, just say you want both. Just be honest. Okay, (laughs) what I see mixed is with mixed with what? Mixed with what? What you talking about? As soon as they say mix, a black or mix, what just say that mix part and just leave us black women alone. Just leave us alone. That's all I ask. Cause it's like, just say you want that mix, girl. Cause you have you had that heavily. Cause the description, they'd be like, you have to have a certain type of hair. Yes, it's very it's- it, don't even let it be 4C. It's gotta be a 3B. And then I'm like, sis, that's not how my hair goes. So I know that's not me. <laughs> So just say that. Just leave us alone. So uh. and, and it's fine. And it's even worse in like voiceover terms because it's like urban, right? Which is the most disgusting word in my personal opinion. But it's like, yeah, we just need an urban dialect. And sometimes even in voiceover, they're like, you don't sound black enough. And I'm like, well, I don't I don't know who I am anymore. I am. Look at my parents. Like, there. You want me to sound like Respiration? Because I could go there. I just don't. I feel like that's just rude to me. <laughs> it's like, do you want me the way you want me to act? I'll act that way on you because yeah. you get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. But this is it's me. Yeah, it's, I yeah. talk differently. <laughs> <laughs> so we're now, you know, we're gonna we're you're gonna you can relax now, okay, sort of, but... sort of. We're gonna get to the little fun part, you know. This is like when you say so, fun, I get scared. So now I'm on guard again. I'm but continue. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I love you. No, yeah, I don't hear it though. <laughs> I don't feel it. <laughs> okay, so when did you know you were a blurred? Oh, um. See? I told you I love you. Okay, that was a good one. Um, I knew, so I grew up with like a lot of guy cousins. So obviously the first anime I ever watched was like 
Inuasha and then Naruto, right? So any, and like, it was never Sailor Moon. Like, I don't know why. I just, it just never, <laughs> it never registered with me. It was just like, boys, every day. Um, so I knew then, and I think it was about maybe when I was like 10, because I also watched a lot, a lot of like WWE, like all my little guy cousins had like the toys and the, um, the little like sets that you can play with. So it was that and anime. So I knew then something like clicked and I was like, this is cool. These people fighting for the world. And then, you know, like Dragon Ball Z, I was like, wow, these people are cool. And since then, it's been like this explosive thing. I'm, I'm always kind of like super deep into it. And then I give myself a break because I'm the type of person, like once I dive deep, I'm going to conventions, I'm cosplaying, and then I'm broke. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> I really stay home. So. You committed to it. Yeah, and that's the thing. If once I really get into it, especially on the con side of things, I was in there. I was like, I'm gonna get one of those foam um like cosplays, I'm gonna go in Mass Effect, I'm gonna go into Fallout. I was for real. And then you know, you start watching more anime and you're like, Well, I'm gonna go dress up like this character. I'm gonna I have the entire suit for um one of the like attack on Titan characters. I can't think of her name at the moment, but that was the last the time I was Mm -hmm. oh. Like had the whole straps on. I didn't use the bathroom that whole day, and I was so mad because I was like, "I'm not about to take these straps on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just walking around. Like, I'm good. I'm cool. I didn't drink nothing either. I'm like low key dehydrated because I don't want to take off all these little straps. All the ears, on. Yeah, yeah, and, You're and saving then, like, money. Because how much they charge you for that drink at cons, you mm -hmm. save yourself some oh money, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I did, yes. but like they were, you know, but they be having the theme drinks. And so I thought I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed out. <laughs> like I'm upset. And that was like the first day of the con. So it was cute for me to do it then because they had like, you know, like pictures and whatever. And I did my little poses and I was like, this is cute. It's so interesting where you see people in like at cons that like are in the same like anime that you're dressing up as because you're looking at each other like we're best friends now and i don't even yeah. know your name and it's like hey you and i'm like yo it's you so um that's how i knew i was a huge blurred when um most of those shows were coming through and then obviously like one pun man and just a bunch of other souls spy x spy like those shows really got me into it and especially being a voice actor i was like i'm gonna be in an anime and once i am i'm changing my number for sure like, <laughs> you can't tell would me. i still be able to reach you no I no, no. Got it all. and it depends on which anime it is too delete this if episode y'all delete this episode we don't know this person <laughs> it's actually super funny um in one of the um, shows that I'm in, it's called Speakeasy. It's a podcast. And I am actually, what is this person's name? Hold up. Because I got, I want to say it right. Because he is the original voice actor for, um, there it is. His name is Josh Martin. He is um, the original voice actor for Bu in Dragon Ball Z. So getting to like work with him, I was like, yo. I've watched you as a child and you're amazing. So I'm like, I'm getting close because I'm working with people from Dragon Ball Z. But yeah, for sure. If I book an anime and I'm talking about like a new one, 
but like a new one. Not an old, not an old one, not ones that are on right now. Like a new one that's about to like, matter of fact, let me change that. If your girl books any episode on Chainsaw Man, I'm, I'm, I'm sure changing my number. <laughs> well, I, well, when we are no longer in contact, okay. I will delete this episode. <laughs> you can play that game, babe. We both with the identity. We know. No, no. It's like, <laughs> give me like a week. Just give me like a week not to talk to nobody so I can really rein in. And then after that, I'll let you have my number. Okay, we'll I'll delete the episode for like one week and I'll save it. And then once I get your number, I'll bring the episode back. That's So on the con side of things, have you um have you gone through the route of like going to a con as a guest or like doing a mm-hmm. panel? I would love to in the future as a voice actor. I would really, really love to. Um, I know for cons, you do have to have some sort of bigger notoriety than I have at the moment. But yeah, I I would love to. I mean, because I would still dress up, but I would also be just as shocked to see someone as my character dressed up. So I would... I would really, really love to. I, and even on the actor side, you know, when you see people like from The Walking Dead or like this random TV show, um, I would like to do it on that side too. But as far as voiceover and being a character, I, w- I don't know if I would charge people. I feel like that's so, I don't know. I just feel like that's so awkward because it's like, I know I'm signing an autograph, whatever, but it's like, I get to meet someone that actually thinks my character is cool. And that's insane to me. Like you can hear me and I've maybe changed your life. For a lot of people, anime like saved their lives because it meant something to them and made them feel better and made them unlock something within themselves. So for people to see a character and be like, I love this character and wanting to see me at a convention, they've already paid like $500 and then you done paid another thousand for your, you know, your cosplay. And especially if I'm an expensive girl, don't make me be in a robotic type of anime. You don't got the foam and the stuff and the light. So, you know, look, if I have to charge you, it's like $5 for a picture, but I'll take many. <laughs> so Where I would love to. Coins. Accept those coins. I guess I'll take it, but I just think about the money side of things. So I was going to say the throw a curveball question (laughs) is um, now going back to your childhood. So digging deep in the bag. So um, Saturday morning rolls around. What Mm -hmm. does little Tabitha throw on? What are three or four shows that little Tabitha is throwing on Saturday morning? Saturday morning. First of all, as told by Ginger. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Right? That's so much Ginger, okay? Which theme song, though? Which the theme first song? one with the raspy girl, okay? The well, Macy that was Gray? The, yes, Macy Gray. Yes, Macy Gray. Sure. Yeah, that was yes. the second Okay, well, the, the second one. I like the second one, okay? She killed that. Um, yeah. yeah, so my Ginger. Number two would have to be. I'm really trying to think about what younger child was really turning on on a Saturday. <laughs> it was very specific shows. <laughs> it was like as told by Ginger. Um, it was definitely Degrassi. I thought I was so Never wrong watching Degrassi. What about Brace Face? Okay, I liked it, Brace Face, but I'll say this: I also really wanted to watch Pepper Ann. That's my last show. I like Pepper Ann more than Brace Face. Let's go. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know. I know. Okay, that's so- horrible. <laughs> 
It's okay. No, I love no, I Dick like Moran too. Especially... I like Dick Moran more than I was told by Ginger, but that was me. I used to watch. Uh, I used to like Angela and Anaconda, but I swear nobody seems to remember. Either they know it or they don't. I know, and it's Angela. like, hey, you don't remember those little paper people. It was, it was like, like um, first. Yeah. Paper, but yeah, I was like before Clam. They were super cute. I and like I don't know if that was on the same network, but one show that I like really love but never told anybody, but I'll tell you guys was Ubi. It was a little hand man. <laughs> I I very much enjoyed that show. Cause I was like. He's it's his papa and then it's little Ubi and they're like he's like I love you and I'm like this is horrible television but like yeah. we love people's fans. Ubi was lit, but so, also never watch, never let your kids watch Max and Ruby. It was stupid. Okay, Max and Ruby. Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> she was a trash sister all the way around, but that's just me. Uh, so like. So Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. All right. So what cereal? What's your? You only got to pick one cereal. I don't like cereal. You don't like cereal. Screw no. what? I know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's been with me for a very long the time. The cereals? You yeah. don't like the cereals? I don't like the. Cereals. Are you cereal?ly It's weird too. I don't know if maybe it's a consistency thing, but like, like just I just never enjoy or all cereals. All cereals. I just don't like. like How many cereals have you? (laughs) I've had a lot of cereals. (laughs) (laughs) Like at an AA meeting for cereal. Like, like what cereals have you had? Okay, so the basics. You you like the marshmallows? What? What? what Yeah, I eat the marshmallows. You know, you got your rice crispies, you got your fruity pebbles, you got your uh, Reese's puffs. You know, and then you know Captain Crunch. You know all of that stuff. I just never liked cereal. See the what Captain Oatmeal. Did you like oatmeal? One good time, and she said never again. <laughs> she's like she's got a future ahead of her. Um, she, she won't destroy. And herself. it's crazy because wouldn't you consider like granola a cereal? I love granola. I can eat granola. Granola has the people of you know Nature's Valley granola yes. and smart foods cheddar white cheddar popcorn. I can't believe that they don't have a personal agenda against clothes. <laughs> because there should be no reason why every time you open a Nature's Valley granola bar, it just crumbles. Mm-hmm. Just crumbles. That's why you gotta just, you gotta cut off a little piece, crumble it in the paper, and then just, you know, do that. Now it's a back like peanuts. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> <laughs> you just got to know, like the uh, old people used to do when they were having their hands. Yeah, you just put a little head and do like that. Like that's easy. <laughs> then you don't get it all over. As it you. all spills all over you, and then you know, smart foods, the white cheddar popcorn. Like, why? Why the is there thing. so you much on my hand? It. And then, and then you there's, and you it. can't not touch it because they're the type of company to put all the kernels and everything in there. So you're like getting like pieces lodged in your throat. It's you know it's those, a good way to know companies. how to floss. That's it. It's, it's a, a way, way to die. <laughs> it's a way to die. So yeah. So I'm sorry I couldn't answer eat the your granolas, question. but we don't eat the cereals. Yeah, the cereals. <laughs> so the cereals. I'm sorry. Do you like grits at least? Yeah, I like grits. 
Okay, so are you team sugar on grits or salt on grits? I'm very much a salt and butter type of girl. Who in the world puts sugar on sugar something on that's grits. supposed to be savory? Sugar goes on oatmeal. Salt you see? Yes. goes on grits. Sugar. Sugar goes on grits. Sugar, sugar and butter. Oh, I was with you, but with that's you. given very much you. so. This is very anti-black, sir. Very, very. (laughs) What did she just call us? What's a hard R? What the hard R? What did you tell us? I just want to be clear about something. Double O, did you say salt on grits too? Yeah, salt and butter. Oh, Oh, so once again, it's three out of four. So it's three out of four Capricorns again. I just want to be clear. Because I've seen Issa, Issa say salt as well. Here's the I thing: feel, if you put sugar on your grits, that's like that's that's okay. It's just it's just a lot going on. Like, what are you having for breakfast with the sugar grits? You know what I'm saying? Because you can't <laughs> bacon. have it with the okay. So you got bacon, you got your eggs, you already got the fattiness, right? You need something to soft that up, and I don't want the sweetness of some sugar grits with my um with my salty bacon. No, that's where the biscuit is for. Uh, okay. Balance it out. Cause that's mm-hmm. what you need to do. So you're gonna have the butter out yes. everything just to clog up in you. Yes, everything. salt, but you have the sugar meat. and the sweet. The sugar yeah. and sugar the sugar goes on oatmeal. You huh? Sugar go in. You have the salt and the sugar. Go, sugar go, you know, put a little brown sugar, a little something on your meal. Yeah, oatmeal. 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 look at us, look at us. We all agree right now. Now the grits deserve I just, I I just feel of- as if that's just a lot of sugar because you know because like grits really don't be having no flavor you got to add it and what's a good additive to flavor salt not sugar let it be known that you heard it here first that Tabitha <laughs> and the other members of my pod admitted to eating glue <laughs> oh what does glue taste like it's salty I didn't know that but how do you know that yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all could tell me. Y'all could probably tell glue me. Eater. Y'all seem like y'all y'all were the glue eaters. <laughs> Everybody else was like putting the glue on their hands and you know peeling sweet it off. You guys sweet. were like, "Huh, we have this at home." Grit is a lot to do. Like that's like when you get gin and you put it in your orange juice and it's so overpowering. You just don't. The sugar and the grits just and like put a lot. And not every day you have sugar because you gotta put you gonna just waste a little bit of sugar when you gotta use that sugar for Kool-Aid. Now your Kool-Aid is bitter. And so I just want to make sure that <laughs> now, you gotta, now you gotta pour grits in your Kool-Aid. I feel like that black car. What are we doing here? <laughs> what do you think about it like that? It really does. Make, it makes sense. You know how much sugar you got to put in drinks to make it actually sweet? Exactly. That's it's almost cool. a cup. It takes about 15 cups to make a nice thing of Kool-Aid. So now you just sort of subtracted a couple of cups. It's economical, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Since you want to be like, if you're putting all that salt on your grits, but what about the rest of the meals that y'all have for the rest of the day? 
What about the rest of the yeah, day? All that salt and butter y'all using. You don't need as, that much. As a culinarian, you know, I'll help you guys out. <laughs> oh, like, as a culinary what, sir? A culinarian. Nobody asks you nothing. Salt is an enhancement. It is not supposed to just be a straight seasoning. Exactly. So it's an salt, we it's know that. No, you so don't. You just, you you just here, here, here. Yeah, and and first of all, it also goes to because grits ain't got no taste. But how you and make it? Also, and the pepper is. And good. also, as a voice actor, you need to gargle. What you gonna use to gargle? Because you use all that salt on your grits, and you ain't got nothing to gargle with. There's two different salts you use. Okay, there's the traditional salt, there's accent, and then there's Himalayan salt. Three different salts for three different reasons. We got regular salt for flavor. Accent is a mixture between salt and MSG. And then we got Himalayan salt for a little salmon. So I got enough salt to go around. But it depends on how you make your grits. Are you making it in that one pot that's a little burnt? How are we making this? How are we making the grits? You don't make it hard for yourself. No, because like what brand of grits are you buying? Because that's the that's the one we need to talk about. Are you buying it with the white man on it? Because that's the grits that I like. Like Captain Crunch. Yeah. And you gotta yeah. mix Wait, it up. A knob of butter, maybe two, depending on how you feel it. Two knobs of butter in your grits. Kaboom, kaboom. Hey, your too high. Two you knobs. need to cut it. So when you make things yeah. too salty, what do you need? Sugar. So yeah. No. I know, I know yes, my no. right you Add more grits. <laughs> you, make, <laughs> you, make, you don't add sugar. I don't know no salt ratio. How much salt you think we put oh, in no, our grits? No, no. You know what? How do y'all make y'all grits? How do y'all be having them loose? Do it be thick, semi? Okay. What y'all got? They have to be. I feel like y'all make good. y'all's like a shake. No, <laughs> no. If I wanted, if I wanted malto meal, I would get do. malto meal. <laughs> That's what y'all be having. No, That's what no I feel it like has to have. be. I like mine a little. I like mine a little loose because sometimes I like to add a little cheese. Okay, little, little sprinkle of cheese. It makes it thick. I like, you know, I like some cheese every once in a while. Cheesy grits is good. We can agree on that. No matter if you put sugar or salt, they're good. Mm-hmm. Sweet cheese. So yeah, I like mine a little loose because I like to dip. I'm very much like it's a piece of bacon, a little egg, dip it in the grits. So you That's think me. grits is a dip? I'm with you. She ain't country enough. Thank you. Uh, you, know, no. you the, the, the grits hey, fall hey. off your fork and you See, you don't even know what salt jaw is. Hey, that's a, that's honestly that's a country thing for sure. So, in this world, if you got so hide your salt, because Tabitha is going to take it all for her grits. The taste nasty. I don't know how That's much salt you can put in my grits. I'm with you. It's not a lot. It's about two cents. Y'all got the taste buds of a five-year-old. Y'all won't. Yeah, exactly. You know, my breakfast. And here's the thing the fact that you put sugar in your grits is, I know for a fact you put brown sugar on your bacon just to candidize. Actually, it's maple syrup. 
Thank you well, very that's much. That's a aggressive statement. That's a so aggressive statement. So talking about our cholesterol and our blood pressure, and y'all got sugar. Hey, you haven't had candy bake right. and don't come to. Yeah. No, no, I've had it. I just know that's where the sugar is going. So I know never to drink Kool-Aid. Y'all don't got Kool-Aid in the house for sure. Kool-Aid's <laughs> <laughs> not good for you. It's not real fruit. It's different okay. when you got 15 cups of sugar in your Kool-Aid. <laughs> Wow, you coming for Kool Aid like that? That is a staple in our home. Hey, this is this is so look. And you talk about me having taste buds of a five year old. If you still drinking Kool Aid, you are the five year old. Take me to the right now. I got the Kool-Aid right here. <laughs> I got the red too, for sure. So you, okay. so is if you, so it's red. The red cup, the Kool-Aid red is red. You're doing Campbell. The Kool-Aid's not red. It's the yellow one. That's the lemonade flavor. <laughs> well, you might as well have Minute Maid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. only Kool-Aid no. flavor says real Kool-Aid is red and blue. Mm-hmm. See, but y'all don't even look at the flavors. There's orange, there's gray. There's, so there's red the and control. there's blue. That's and the only the- flavors. Red and never red. had the kiwi. See, that's the... <laughs> We're not even getting into the flavor. There was some good, there were some other good flavors out there. Once we had got a little money, Red even though they was all 10 cents, <laughs> but for some reason they would always get the same one. But when they started mixing it up with the 10 cents, I was like, Oh, there's some good Kool-Aid yeah, this out different. here. This is 10 for a dollar. Hey, look, I'm so country, I still make Kool-Aid pie, okay. I make Kool-Aid pie. Kool-Aid pie? Kool-Aid pie. You're talking about us and you putting sugar in pie (laughs) on something that you should drink. (laughs) I thought you got to work. Look, there was was times where you had to work with that Kool-Aid. So many things you had to do. It wasn't a Jell-O. It's not not like a Jell-O. Jell-O. It's like you use a condensed milk Mm -hmm. and you add the Kool-Aid and I think Mm -hmm. you add like... um, Heavy whipped whipped cream, and it's good. Like, don't knock it till you try uh, it. I see. It's crazy because they like salt okay. on their grits, and salt looks, is made from like sand. Right. So, I guess they're going back to their roots. They think salt is a condiment. That's all. It's an additive. Y'all don't got flavor because they put salt on chicken. And y'all don't salt your chicken? I, I don't have no problem salting my chicken, but my grits. But my grits. Oh, when you eat shrimp and grits, you eat sweet. No, no, we're talking about plain grits. It's gonna be savory. It's a savory dish. Grits is a savory dish. No, grits takes on no grits takes on the flavor of whatever you add to it. Grits takes on the flavor of what no salt does that. That's called an enhancement. (laughs) <laughs> that is now, literally ain't, what the you ain't enhancing You listen to the color culinary man, right? You just, <laughs> I'm not listening to you. He's the culinary courier, okay? This is and the man who has beef no, with sugar and grits and spaghetti. No and then you add salt and still have no flavor. Yeah, but you forgot the butter. And then you add unsalted butter. First of all, you don't add unsalted butter. We don't so you're calling up your arteries. Didn't you just so you say no dairy? Butter? Yeah. So here's the thing. 
This is yes. why you, this is how yes. the salt comes into it. You only do like a, a little that's dance. it. Little that's salt. it. It's not a whole bunch because you're already going to use over it. Your, oh, you that's fancy. why y'all food be so salty because y'all actually using salt. Like, no. Yeah. Don't get the one that's open from the side and you just, you just spur it. No, I got this and the pepper like this. Yeah. You just use a quick grind, a little choo-choo, <laughs> that's it. Get yourself some butter and a good butter, by the way. Okay, not the margarine, all right? Not the oil butter. A nice one, like a carry-gold, you know? <laughs> Bring out the best butter for your grits. And welcome hey. back to the Inside the Mind of a Blur. I guess I your, uh, the meal, <laughs> at least you'll be able to trace back to the meal that made your arteries clog up. It's fine. At least y'all know what it was. Because, you know, it was the grits. It's the butter and salt. See, grits. but you don't eat grits every day. It's like a delicacy because that takes I ate time. grits this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tabitha, being the domesticated I am. So, Tabitha, what was the anime character that you had a crush on? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh. What, what, yeah, what angles and lines man had you? <laughs> <In> shambles. <laughs> In shambles. Um, hold up, because I actually have to look up the episode. Um, it was. <laughs> Wait, okay, that's so... the exact episode. <laughs> she like, knows the same time slot and everything. I do, I do. Like, this is um, I so it was the, um, it was the coach. With the long hair from High Q, okay. um, it's a volleyball anime. Anime, um, yeah, it was cute. It was cute. I think this is gonna sound so stupid, but I loved the Butler from um, Black Butler. Black but Butler. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fire. Um, and then. A third one. Oh, it was from uh it was <laughs> this is okay. I would just say it because at the time when I was a kid, he was different. I really enjoyed Piccolo, so I just think <laughs> that's Yo. where I was at when I was a kid. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, in Super right now, Piccolo yeah. got a black girlfriend. And, and see, and we was right all along. <laughs> and he was right. Just saying. So, we was right. Um, I'm even going to say like cartoon characters, not even just anime. Um, what is his name? Because now I'm forgetting all the characters. Uh <laughs> I don't know why, but I love um, Gerald's from uh, Hey Arnold's brother. He's like older brother. Yes. <laughs> she said, okay, you she, said. she unlocked the memory there. Yes. Mm -hmm. His name was Jamie. Yeah. Jamie's son. So you were like that girl that pretended to like Gerald, but she really liked the brother. Yeah, 100%. I really resonated with that. Episode. You were. <laughs> I met you because mm -hmm. I felt the same way. Exactly. <laughs> there was literally an episode of that. Where Gerald, Gerald had a crush on this girl 
and the girl was not feeling it. She was feeling the brother. <laughs> and she was a cute little girl, too. Her name was Chloe, and she was just like, I think you're so cool, but I also just like your brother. And I was like, well, dang. Same sense. I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand. Sorry, Gerald, but... Yes. Also, um... Hold up, because now I also have to think of his name too. Darren from As Told by Ginger. But, like, but not younger Darren. We talk about older Darren. <laughs> Going without the braces. Without the braces. Older Darren had his the brother in was so cold. His brother was kind of like, too. I was like, yeah, the glow-up was real. Mm -hmm. Whoever animated and saw the glow-up and was like, nah, we got to make him really look like something with the braces come off because that's how Ginger's going to be like, yo, you you cute? They did that. Even though I truly believe that he should have never been with Ginger because she... Why you I don't think so death? either. Why you I don't think so. <laughs> should have just stayed with Miranda. Yeah, I actually, I, I, I did like him with Miranda, and as the season like went on, she actually became like a nicer person. Like she was still horrible, but like you know, she was going through stuff. <laughs> you know, actually, I prefer when like apparently Courtney was supposed to be gay, and I was like, that would have been awesome, and I oh, could totally see. Oh. Ginger I, and Courtney being together because Courtney was a real one for Ginger. Like I don't know about Ginger. Courtney don't seem like that gal. <laughs> nah, she yeah, was. I could see Chloe and like Dodie or even Macy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, Ginger hurt. needed to be alone. She didn't need nobody. That's <laughs> just my. It would for me. It just would have ended better if she just didn't end up with nobody. I know, but in the episode they show like together. <laughs> I was like, he, it should have been Miranda. It should have mm -hmm. been Miranda. Like she changed. Shout out to Cree. Exactly. My birthday twin. <laughs> I guess. And shout out to Lisa Leslie because she's my birthday twin too. Okay. Okay. Hey. The greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's not January, yeah. but it's very cute. <sighs> Ever. Okay. It's just, it's just not. It's just, it's not January. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So, I mean, it's, it's I don't time. know what it is about you Capricorns just attracting me. Y'all just. Y'all are attracted right? to us. Everybody else wants to be where we are. No. I have majority of Capricorns in my life. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have any more questions for the lovely Tabitha, even though she likes salt on her grid? She's still lovely. Thank you. She lost in the sauce, but it's okay. I feel like the public will agree with me, so it's okay. Nah, and drinking all the flavors of Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> So what's in the future for you? Yeah, it's really good though. <laughs> what's in the future in for the future for you? Um, I have a bunch of short films coming out 
this month and next month. So um, I'm in like 10 short films so far, two of them about to come out, one called Party that you saw on my Instagram and another one that's coming out next Monday um, called So Long Kaz, where I also play another lead and a super cute black character called Sky. Uh, I'm so excited to like play these characters and be in these short films because now people get to see me like visually as a character instead of like hearing me on a commercial. So that's what's next for me. Um, I'm going to be in LA at the Hollywood Winter Circle being one of the voiceover coaches. So I have a panel there and I will be getting my new headshot. So it's nice to like, you know, voice acting was cute for a little bit during quarantine and stuff like that. And it's still cute now, but I really want to get back into, you know, doing TV, film and theater. So I'm a voice actress, but don't play me because I can still act. So that's all. She's the jack of all trades, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I am very proud of you. I'm one of the people that be like, Tabitha McNeil is doing the thing. Thank now you. that you have proof. Like, Keisha loves me. Because I do love you. Even though you weren't born in January, yes. I uh, tell her again. Let her know. Uh, I, I, yes. Uh, but I'm proud of you. There's going to be more greatness. And like I said, I, you know, as soon as we had Gary on there, I was like, we got to have my girl Tabitha on there. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that you were able to come in, especially when it was just like, I said, we can interview. Tell them, I was like, I said, just let you know, I got a vacation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I could just do it after your vacation. I said, cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, it worked out perfectly because I was busy during that time anyways. I was like, all right, cool. Like, whatever you want to do it, I'm out here. I will make time. Yes, and we will, hopefully, if you want to, you will come back again. I would love to. This was so much fun. And, you know, yes. the questions about the grits could have been unwarranted. But I, I was here for it. Well, ma'am, I <laughs> make one. You know, if you would have got that three out of three so you could bribe to Gary, you know, that could have worked out too. But No, it's fine. You really just went into the archives. <laughs> and I forgot. That means I'm paying attention. That means I'm watching it. Uh, I know. Honestly, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you watch it because I'll surely forget. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So thank you so much, Tabitha, for coming in, taking the time, especially you know what time it is now. Um, where can the people find you if they want to yeah. look you up? I'm on everything at my name, which is Tabitha McNeil, Tabitha with an E and not an I, because the I is with uh, Bewitched. And I'm not that girl, even though her name was Tabitha. (laughs) So Tabitha with an E, watch out for that name because it'll be on your screens really, really soon. (laughs) So boom. Boom. There you go. Well, I would love, thank you so much, Tabitha. Now, my sister, the pot mother, can now end the show. Take it All over, right. sis. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this has been another episode inside the mind of blurt. We had the wonderful Tabitha McNeil. Definitely follow her on all social media, support her work, 
watch her films, listen to her voice reels, all of that, like get into her and definitely enjoyed her. And I thank you for coming because this is this has been a very good interview. I love when we are able <coughs> to talk to and connect with the people. And it's a good interview. So people get to, you know, see the personality behind the work. So that way you guys know who it is. Like she, she, you know, she was really open with us. Not as quite as honest as I expected her to be. I was seeing <laughs> the whole sugar and grits things. That that's another thing. But don't let that stop you from being a fan of hers. She may not know, you know, the right thing to do in her life all the time, but she knows enough. She knows enough. And she's a Capricorn. So I'll I'll definitely cut her some slack on that. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you again for making time with us. We're definitely going to have to have you again, you know, check and see how life is going, what new works you have going on so we can, you know, continue to support. And for all of our listeners, um, you know, shout out to all our other members who were not able to be here or it would have been super chaotic with like 20,000 people trying to interview her. So shout out to all of them. Uh, but yeah, this has been another episode. And, you know, you guys can always find us here, there, everywhere on social media. You can find us on Blurred Mind Pod on Twitter and you can find our link tree also to our website and you can follow all of us there. And like I say, you can say, where is that me? But I may not say them back. So, you know, definitely check us out. Our Patreon, our merchandise store, check that out. So, as you know, same place, same time. Thank you for fucking with us. And thank you to Tabitha for taking the time to come and see us. And you guys have a good day, good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're hearing this.